0: You are listening to the She Leads Me Podcast, episode number 35, with Tanya Eberhart, founder and author of Brand Face. You're listening to the She Leads Me Podcast, where women come together for powerful conversations around life and leadership. Each episode will bring you conversations with incredible women in leadership, tools you need as a badass female pioneer, and spicy topics around business and leadership. I am your host, Heather Simpson. My mission is to educate and empower women in leadership positions, taking them to the next level in their journey and career. Welcome to She Leads Me. She leaders, Heather Simpson, founder and director of She Leads Me and your host of the She Leads Me podcast. Hey, I want to start by just saying thank you for your grace. This show has had some delays this season. As I've shared kind of earlier on and kind of alluded to, there have been some things happening in my personal life that have kind of derailed me on some level or kept me from being able to hit deadlines that I normally tend to keep or be able to operate at my full capacity. And so as I'm kind of navigating through some more serious health issues right now, I'm just so thankful that you are still here, still subscribing and still listening to the podcast, even though I haven't been able to keep my scheduled commitment to you. So thank you for keeping your commitment to me as I kind of continue to heal through this um, harder season for me. And, you know, the podcast isn't the only area that's been affected. It's it's really affected all of my life, my ability to be um, the best friend I can be, the best partner I can be, the best mom I can be. It's just I I have some limiting things right now due to some health issues and it's not always a fun place to be in, especially when you know that you're capable of so much more, but I am so thankful that I am surrounded by such an amazing, loving support team and system, that my kids are so incredible and there for me, that my partner is there for me, and that I just, I'm feeling the love. I'm feeling the love, so thank you so much for that. I want to introduce you to today's guest who is such a wonderful... I loved having this conversation with her. Tanya Eberhardt is an amazing woman. She has built this incredible brand called Brandface, and she really dives deep into talking about who the person is behind the brand. What does personal branding even mean, and how can you implement that into your own individual business? She's worked a lot with realtors. And I know based on my history, I have a large listener base of realtors that tap into this show. So I'm really excited for you guys to get to listen to the things that she has to say. She was such a pleasure to have on the show, and I am so thrilled to be able to share this interview with you. Good morning, Tanya. Thank you so much for joining me today on the She Leads Me podcast. How are you doing? Great, Heather. Thank you so much for having me. I love your concept of empowering women and uh, I'm so pleased to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're glad to have you. I would love if you would start by introducing yourself to our audience so we can get to know you a little bit more, who you are and what it is that you do. Sure, sure. Okay, my name is Tanya Eberhardt. I am the
1: founder of a company called Brandface, and we um, we help real estate agents differentiate themselves. Actually, we help business owners and entrepreneurs as well, but most of our focus the last few years has been in the real estate industry, and we help people differentiate themselves through personal branding. So um, I first came into this concept years ago um, when I started my humble career uh, in vacuum cleaner sales. (laughs) So I I was uh, selling (laughs) vacuum cleaners door to door and paid my way through college, uh, most of my way through college with that. And uh, and that's really where I kind of learned the first concepts in personal branding was just how to present myself differently to get people to actually even open the door. So, yeah. so from there, it kind of led into a, a, a long-term commitment to personal branding.
0: Yeah. What what a great way to get like launched into the sales business. I mean, like that is the hardest of the sales jobs I would think that are out there. I mean, you're so vulnerable. You get, I'm sure, doors slammed in your face. I can could not even oh, many imagine. times, you know, it's kind of what they call baptism by
1: fire, right? right. They just throw you out there and say, you <laughs> know, just demonstrate these vacuum cleaners everywhere you can. <laughs> and then you are just uh, like thrown into the deep end. And all of a sudden it's just like, OK, I, I've got to swim out of here. I've got to figure out how to survive in this deep end. Yeah. And, and that it was really the best sales training I ever had, Heather. It was
0: great. Yeah, yeah, I can I can imagine. That sounds. I just again, like, what a great way to like get in and like really cut your teeth and see what you're made of, right? <laughs>
1: exactly. You know, you couldn't
0: approach the front door of somebody's house, you know,
1: with with just, a, "Hey, would you like to uh, um, would you like to have a free demonstration of a vacuum cleaner?" Because nobody wants to hear that. But right. if you approach their door and say, "Hey, my name's Tanya, and I'm going to school right now at Florida State University." and um, I'm showcasing these great vacuums that'll help you cut your cleaning time in half and make your home more you know, hygienic. And by the way, whether you buy or not, I get credit for each one that I show. Now, who's going to say no to that, right? And I figured that out, you know, throughout, you know, the first, after the first, you know, 800 no's. Right. was <laughs> <laughs> well, a little exaggerative, but still. I, it Maybe was not, a lot yeah. of no's before I formed that kind of a storyline at the front door.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so you sold vacuums, you graduated college, and then tell us a little bit about the evolution of yourself in your life. To get, Did you immediately just start this company or where where did you go from there?
1: Yeah, no, great question. So um, I was in my third year of doing the vacuum cleaner sales door-to-door and I happened to sell a vacuum cleaner to a um, an engineer at a radio station. And he said, you know, there's an opening available in sales at our radio station. I really think that you should interview. And after a little resistance, I finally gave in and said, okay, fine, because I was still going to classes, and I needed to work for a radio station that would allow me to still go to my classes, which that was my primary goal, was to finish school, mm-hmm. and so I was actually hired on at a radio station in Tallahassee, Florida, and that's where I began that career, and that just really elevated the whole personal branding concept uh, for me, because immediately, I started seeing business owners in the community, and they were like rock stars. And I wondered, you know, what are those guys doing that are so, that would put them out, you know, elevate them so much and put them out there. And those were the business owners who were the voices on their radio station. They were, their, their face was in their newspaper ads. They were on TV. They were on billboards. And that's really where my personal brand, where I really learned what personal branding can do to grow your business. Yeah, absolutely. And so I was in, uh, fast forward 18 years from that point, Heather, I was still in media sales. And uh, I had learned by that time I was working in integrated marketing, which is I was working with uh, key clients to help them put together campaigns uh, across multiple marketing platforms. So television, newspaper, radio, digital, billboard, direct mail, you name it. I had it. I had all of that at my disposal. So I was working with clients to do that. And all of a sudden one day, you know, I looked around and I thought, gosh, you know, there, there's, I I can do business with pretty much anybody who walks through the door. And that was, I knew the kiss of death in business. When you can work with everybody, um, that means you're not specialized and you're not special enough, right? Mm -hmm. So I knew that I had to focus and um, then I began to practice what I had been preaching to people. It's like, focus on your ideal customers, focus on what you do best. And that's when I really looked inside myself and thought, what am I most passionate about that I can project forward and really help people in the vein that I am best talented to do so? And that was personal branding. And so um, about seven years ago, uh, six or seven years ago, I launched uh, Brandface, which is uh, all we do is
0: personal branding. And how did you come up with that name, Brand Face? Oh, that's
1: a, that's a great story. It just came to me one day, you know, I was going through different names and I thought face of the brand, you know, it's, it's all about being the face of your business or the face of your brand, 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 brand face, brand face. That's it. And so that's pretty much as simple as it was. Yeah. And luckily <laughs> that name was available. So it's trademarked and, uh, and, and it is, and here's, here's a great story for you, Heather. So this is like an empowerment, a woman empowerment story. I love so When that. I, when that, idea first came to me, I went to uh, two um, gentlemen who I respected very much and still do to this day, by the way, genius marketing people. And I said to those two gentlemen, you know, what do you guys think about the name Brandface? And they um, looked at me, and then all of a sudden, they started coming up with other ideas. Well, uh, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And it was in that moment that my my um, the strength in in me really rose to the top. And I and I thought at that moment, I didn't care what they said. I didn't care what they did. I knew brand face was the name of this company and I knew it was destined for amazing things. Yeah. And it was just like a God moment. Right. And it was just this very empowering moment that it doesn't matter what else happens around me. This is my destiny.
0: Yeah. Amazing. I love that. And you have also chosen when you talk about finding that, that ideal customer, that an ideal client, you identified that this was the job that you wanted to be doing. You wanted to be helping people with their personal branding for their businesses, how then did you decide and kind of niche down to working with the real estate industry? Tell me a little bit about where that crossover came from. Sure.
1: As I was um, <clears throat> working in, all, in about halfway through completion of the first brand, Facebook, this is the one for business owners. I was working with a gentleman in the Atlanta, Georgia area who is a real estate auctioneer by trade, but he's also a real estate broker and an investor. And uh, I was helping him to launch uh, his personal brand to elevate his brokerage in the area. And um, he put the Brandface principles into play so flawlessly, and it grew his business so quickly that as I was finishing up the Brandface book, I went to him and I said, hey, why don't we collaborate on the second book in the series, Brandface for Real Estate Professionals? And luckily, he agreed to do that. And today, by the way, he is not only a co-author of Brandface for Real Estate Professionals, he is my partner in Brandface and the COO of Brandface, and his name is Mike. Michael Carr.
0: Amazing. So,
1: yeah. And so because he was in the real estate genre, you know, I started noticing it's like, Oh my goodness, you know, real estate really needs this so much because it is natural in the real estate world to put your face on a, on your business card or on a yard sign. So it's not an unusual thing to see personal branding practices. Right. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, that a lot of things these days start to look and sound alike because you have so many people entering or re-entering the real estate industry and you have so, so many of them are using the same marketing tools, right? And the same marketing platforms. But the problem is a lot of them are using them pretty much the same way. So the approach to, you know, an ideal customer might, or or a customer might sound the same. Business cards sort of kind of start looking the same. The websites sort of start looking the same. And all of a sudden you look around and very few people actually stand out and they're not really sharing their story. It's about, hey, do you want to um, buy or sell a home, right? It's not about really looking at them, the individual and choosing them for both personal and professional reasons. Mm-hmm. So that's what we felt was really missing from the real estate industry. And it has been incredible since we made that decision to focus mostly on real estate.
0: Yeah, which is, I, that's where my history is from, right? In the real estate industry. So I can definitely 100% resonate with what you're saying and like see the need for that because it is, it's it's one of those things where it's such a, a personalized Endeavor for it's one of the biggest investments people make in their life is either buying or selling a home, right? The the dealings of that, but then you look at most of the marketing that's out there, and it's like photos of homes, which are beautiful and gorgeous and and lovely. Um, But how do you engage with that, right? How do you how do you connect with that house? You might find inspiration from it, but I love the personal branding aspect of bringing that to the actual real estate professional. Can you unpack? what personal branding means to you just a little bit more, just to kind of give those that aren't familiar with what that is um, more than just uh, adding your photo to something. What does personal branding actually mean? Uh, Great question.
1: So, so first of all, personal branding to me is the art of differentiation Mm. And it's differentiating you on both a professional and a personal level. So our mantra at Brandface is people don't do business with a logo. They do business with a person. And so we're trying to get that human connection person to person because when's the last time that you had a business decision to make and it came down to, you know, maybe something was going to cost you $1,200, right? And then you look at another option, it might cost you $1,500. But because you really connect with that person and you trust them and you understand that they're going to take business, take um, um, better care of you. In this transaction, you might go with that $1,500 deal rather than the $1,200. And, of course, this is just a basic, you know, example. But, but we tend to gravitate toward people we trust, people we know, people we have a personal connection with. And that's really what it's all about. It's about stating what sets you apart as the real estate authority. So you have credibility in that vein because, obviously, that's what it's about. But at the same time, sharing things that personally, make a connection to set you apart so if you're somebody who likes hiking you know post some things about hiking and get people to uh, identify with you on that level so the next time you walk into some sort of a networking event or you're at a restaurant or a barbecue somebody might come up to you and say hey I saw you hike to this particular park what's that like so they know you from that standpoint and believe it or not they're much more likely to do business with you if they know and trust you on a personal level level.
0: Yes. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for defining that. I love that. The art of differentiation. I love that so much.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We we very strongly believe in that. And, um, and we do, um, Heather, if you'd like me to share like our three-step process that we take people through, I'll be happy to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Please dive in.
1: Yeah. And this, this will help you guys to understand what it takes to set yourself apart as um, as the face of your business. So, we do a three step process called define, develop, and display. So, in the define phase, we're going to look at a couple of different things. First of all, who are your ideal customers? Not for the purpose of boxing you in to say you can only work with this type of client, but for the purpose of creating this profile of our customers, of people that we really want to work with. You know, what are their personalities like? Do they appreciate us? Do we enjoy working? with them? Are they profitable for us? Those kind of things. Then we take a look at point of differentiation, defining that for you. What is it about you, Heather, that sets you apart from everybody else in your competitive field? And it doesn't have to be rocket science. It can be one thing that we stand on, that platform, that hook, if you will, that will kind of kick open the door and say, oh, let me learn more. That looks really interesting. Heather looks like a pretty interesting person and somebody I might want to work with with and that kicks open the doors for them to learn more about you so once we define that um uh, we sometimes drill it down to what we call a brand identifier so it might uh, your brand identifier is kind of like a tagline or a slogan and it is a way that people can identify with that hook that one thing that stands out about you and um and it should state who you are or what you do or stand for so I'll give you a quick example. In um, uh, in Florida, we have a couple in the Venice, Florida area called Lifestyle Locators, and that is their brand identifier or their tagline. Now, they're the Flair Loggy team. They're an awesome uh, couple that's been in real estate for a number of years, and they're super professional. They're They're super friendly and they live the lifestyle, the walkable communities, biking everywhere, sitting down on a sidewalk for coffee, enjoying the waterfront activities, all of those things. So when people are looking to buy or sell in that Venice, Florida area, they're looking to buy or sell with people that live that lifestyle and understand it and know how to sell it and know how to help them find it. Right. So no matter which way you look. So so that's just an example of a brand identifier there's lots and lots of them out there and everybody's so unique so that's the defined phase so we move then into development and then we develop a strong personal brand wrapped around that point of differentiation so we're going to look at um, imagery and messaging in this what is the brand messaging things like your elevator pitch your biography something we call sound bites that are highlights of their brand at a glance. How are we going to clearly communicate what sets them apart from everybody else in their field? And then image, what does that brand look like? What are your brand colors? What's the logo look like? What is the, uh, the photos of you in your photo shoot? What kind of images do we want? What image are we trying to project of you to fit this brand, right? Mm-hmm. So once we get all those parts and pieces together, then we move into the final phase, which is display. And we take those um, elements that we've been working on and we make sure we display those correctly and consistently across all of their everyday marketing materials. So we make sure that their website, their social media um, channels, all their collateral material, everything is consistently um, displaying that brand. And so that's what we mean by define, develop and display.
0: I love that. So let me ask you a question here about your own business that you've built as you've been building brand face, <clears throat> excuse me. As you've been building face, I, in the women that I work with, oftentimes we are able to help build other people's businesses and do what we need to, to do to help support others. But then we either don't take the time or have, you know, kind of a blind spot when it comes to building our own business were you able to build out and kind of brand face, brand face, or did you seek outside help and mentorship in that?
1: Yeah, um, you know, early on, we we're, no man is, a, is an island, right? So right. early on, I did have people that I knew and respected very well chime in and, and say, okay, what, you know, what do you prefer this book cover or this book cover? What do you think about these logo options? Um, And so at various phases of the development of of the branding of brand face, if you will, (laughs) um, I did seek, you know, some outside opinions and advice. And of course, you know, that was one of the most important things that I did because I sought out um, advice from people who knew me and also knew business. And that's really important you know, you got to have those things. Mm -hmm. So that's a
0: fantastic question because a lot of times we do kind of overlook those things. We do, or we feel like because we're the expert in our field and it's something that's directly relating to our business, sometimes there is a resistance, right, to asking for that help because we feel like we should know how to do it or we shouldn't need the help or what have you. But I like to ask that question, um, and hear what people's responses are, because I also want women to know, like, it doesn't all have to be you. You should actually ask for help and get mentorship and guidance because we all have blind spots, right? Somebody that I was chatting with recently gave me a really great analogy to that, where you can have the best hairdresser in the world who maybe gets flown all over the place to do other people's hair, style it, cut it, what have you. But when they go do their own hair, when they get to that back, there's always that, blind spot that they just they can't do it as well as they can do it for other because there's they just can't see they can't see everything right so getting that help and guidance and mentorship from other people is so keen and important and I love that you implemented that in your development of who you are and what you're doing sure it it is easy to get blinded by those things
1: you know the old saying uh, that I grew up with is the mechanics car is always broken Mm, right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, that's, and that's so true. We often see things in other people and work harder for others than we would do for ourselves. Yes,
0: absolutely. So let's talk about your business and you kind of took the leap of faith to go out and do your own thing and be an entrepreneur. How do you proactively choose to, to grow your business on the day to day?
1: Oh, boy, that's a multifaceted thing. <laughs> so, Highlights, of so, you know. <laughs> Yeah. So, so one of the things we're, uh, that I'm doing is what I'm doing with you right now, which is you're kind enough to have me on your show. And that exposes me to a lot of people who may be interested in our program. And so that promotional aspect of it is hugely important. Uh, we do some. Uh, we do Facebook Live videos. Um, we do YouTube. We do a lot of video content, a whole ton of it, and we give away a ton of free advice and information. Um, a lot of that, you know, ends up on YouTube, and so. Um, I think the contribution of the really good information and principles that Brandface stands for, that is really the biggest thing we do to promote ourselves. But of course we do paid advertising as well, things like that. But we're constantly trying to figure out ways that we can promote ourselves. And so PR, we've written articles. We're um, um, contributing authors at uh, realtor magazine and top agent magazine. And so various different ways that we can take that content and put it out there for everybody to take advantage of it.
0: Excellent. So that brings me to my next question. Then you have so many different things that you do. What does the day in the life of Tanya even look like? <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Well, I try very hard to get in some, some sort of exercise, um, every day, or at least almost every day. And I'm a big walker. So I love to hike. I love to bike, um, and, uh, and, and work out a little bit. So I try to get those things in because the body and the mind has to remain healthy in order for you to, in order for me at least, and I think for most people to get through a super busy day, you know, that we have. Mm -hmm. So you wake up each morning, energized. Um, I think the number one thing is to wake up, um, uh, grateful and, and start your day each, each day with that gratefulness that thank you for, you know, allowing me to serve people the way, the way that we do and, and, uh, and serve so many fantastic people. And so I think, you know, everything starts with gratefulness there, but it is a, It is a jam-packed day almost every day. Um, Almost all of our clients, uh, 99.9% of our clients, are not in my city. I'm uh, housed right now in Columbus, Ohio. Michael is uh, in a suburb outside of Atlanta. So we are on at least, I would say, two to three video conferences a day, not including phone calls, um, emails back and forth. Our team of nine people is spread throughout four countries. Um, serving people and serving real estate agents across four countries as well, including 36 states here in the U.S. So so we've got an amazing team of people and we stay very close knit. We uh, share everything. We try to make sure that our agents have every opportunity to um, get access to us. And we work really, really hard to make sure they have an amazing experience and a fantastic return on their investment. That's so incredible. I know that's a long answer to a short no, question. No, that's, that's it. Probably looks a lot like your days, Heather. It's <laughs> busy and and I just, you know, I, I just want to go on record saying how grateful I am that they are. And we're very blessed to be able to do what we do.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. So I, I want to ask you a couple a couple of questions, actually, about what you just talked about. So you have this aspect where you you have found through kind of your journey in your professional career to where you are today with brand face. But then as you expanded and as you grew, there's the aspect where you are face to face with clients and helping other clients. But then there's another part of the brain that you have to turn on to, to manage other people and actually run a company. And you have a partner that's not in the same area as you. What was that transition and shift like for you in that journey to go from working with clients to running a company and managing people?
1: You know, actually, um, it was pretty easy for me, uh, to do that because I've, I've always enjoyed the leadership part, you know, of, of what we do. And I have to say my business partner, Michael, he is a, he is a fantastic visionary. Like he'll take a look at, you know, far out, here's where we need to be, here's the strategy we need to take. And then he and I together will figure out how we get there. We've been so fortunate to bring on team members, you know, under the brand face umbrella that have just Uh, loved the concept and the culture as much as we do. And I think it all really starts there. And if you start there with people who understand the culture and bringing in the people who are a fit for you, like what we call your people, right? If you bring those people in, then the rest is pretty easy because they're going to wake up each day as excited as you about making this company the best that it can be. And I don't think it matters a whole lot whether you're actually physically sitting across the table from somebody. Or seeing them on a on a video chat, sure. and we have just it's been a pretty easy transition as far as that goes. And uh, if you hire the right people in in the beginning, and of course we, I haven't always done that over the years. I had another company that I owned before Brandface, or that I co-founded, and uh, and I learned a lot about managing people in that company. So when I got to the um, to Brandface, a lot of those kinks were were ironed out.
0: Awesome. That's great. That's good. Yeah. It's good to, it's good to hear the history for our listeners. It's good to hear the history of where there have been those bumps in the road, because we do have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen and tune in that engage with our stuff that either, you know, they're, they're launching their own thing and they might still be kind of in the corporate nine to five and they're looking to take those leaps or they might be just adding, starting to add team members and are experiencing some of those struggles and, and things. So I love hearing that hiring the right people is a key thing for you. Um, having a business partner that does pair with you well and your guys' skills just um, match really well together. And then also just having experience and letting time kind of work some stuff out is, I think, all really amazing stuff. Thank you for sharing with our guests. I really appreciate that. So in this journey for yourself, what books or resources or things that you've tapped into in your professional and personal growth to kind of help get you to where you are today. You're somebody that has really created the life that you've wanted. You've gone for it. You've taken the steps that a lot of people don't. So what kind of resources have been there along the way to, to help, to help guide you in that?
1: uh you know i started it with a with a strong family you know we um you know as in every family you have you know challenges um but it started with a really strong family and and a, a strong family values and i think that's really where a lot of it started and i always really felt like um like I was, uh, I, I was destined for um, a for a role like this one day. I, I've just always felt that. I'm always kind of known that for whatever reason. I can't, uh, you know. I just, you know, thank God for that. But, um, but throughout that time frame, I always sought out motivational things. So I just remember being in high school. And I went to my principal at the time, and I said, "Look, you know, we've got a lot of drugs and alcohol in the high school right now, and and uh, I I know this I know this motivational speaker, and he's fantastic. What about we bring him into the high school?" And I became a member of the Optimist Club and brought him into the high school. And uh, and I remember just kind of feeling like, okay, I want to be on the right path at a very young age. And then there is one book that I think really um, has. Uh, in in the business world and in the personal um, development world has really uh, been very important to me. Years ago, I found Tony Robbins' book, Awaken the Giant Within, Mm -hmm. and that book has been so incredible, and it is timeless, and I would recommend that book to anyone because it really tells you that your thoughts and your words um, are so powerful and what you think and what you say ends up to be who you are. Right. And, and so, uh, that to me has been a fantastic book and resource for me. And of course there've been a lot of people over the years that have helped me Uh, get to where I am today, you know, and, and, and one of those very important ones is, is my business partner, Michael. He's, he's incredible. He's been an inspiration. He's motivating every day. We, we walk in lockstep. um, We think the same, you know, so I'm very blessed to have him in my life and, and, uh, and to be at this
0: point. Excellent. And so to wrap up, I'd love if uh, you could just share maybe a couple of your top tips of advice that, you would give our listeners, maybe there's somebody that's listening to you right now, so inspired and so motivated. And what would be maybe your cop, your couple of top tips to create the life that you really want?
1: Sure, sure. Well, the first thing is that no matter what business you're in, really, you've got to define yourself, the qualities that make you unique, and uh, and I've had I've been on the phone with so many business owners and entrepreneurs and especially real estate agents that say you know I there's lots of things that I think are different about me but I don't really know what the one thing is that I should put out there and and even more people saying to me I don't really think there's anything super different about me in real estate I think we're all trying to achieve the same things and we're all trying to help our clients the same way and I always tell them you know you are unique, you are very different. And we've got to hone in on that, you know, and of course, you're probably different in 10 ways. But let's find one that we can put out there and build something around. And that's going to really help you. The other thing is, um, a lot of times people, it it all started one day when somebody said to me, hey, uh, make me a star. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, we don't make stars, we unveil them. And I believe strongly that inside every person listening to this podcast, that there is a star. There is definitely a star inside of you and, um, and we, we can find it, you know, we can find it and you should search harder to find it too, because there is something so special about you and everybody is unique in their own way and find that inner uniqueness and that inner special and put it out there for the world to see, because, People don't just connect based on how many houses you sold last month or whether you sold it in a particular neighborhood. They do business with you because they trust you. They see a personal connection there. There's a warmth there. There's something that, um, that's credible there beyond just your capabilities in real estate. So I would say those are the two things you know, uh, set yourself apart as different and then find that inner star. Love that.
0: So, Tanya, thank you so much for sharing all of the amazing things and takeaways that you've shared with our audience today. How can our listeners connect with you from here? Where should they go?
1: Sure. Okay. So you can go to brandfacerealestate.com for the real estate side, um, or brandfacestar.com if you're a business owner or entrepreneur, but I do have a free gift, um, for your, uh, for your podcast listeners. Excellent. So if they would like some, some foundational videos on personal branding, just kind of teaches you the basic principles of it and some things to look for and some great ideas that'll help you kind of formulate your own personal brand, go to brandbuildertraining.com brandbuildertraining.com and you can register for those free videos and, uh, and hopefully that'll help you guys a lot.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much. We'll make sure to add the links to that in our show notes. Thank you, Tanya, for joining us and I look forward to our audience connecting with you from here. Thank you so much for having me, Heather,
1: and hats off to you for providing such an awesome business and and empower women everywhere I really want to say thank you on behalf
0: of all of us hey thank you so much for joining us for today's episodes of, of the she leads me podcast if you enjoyed the show would you please do us a favor would you mind heading on over to iTunes and leaving us a five-star review it greatly helps us reach other women just like you who are looking to tap into information just like this thank you we really appreciate it